uh, I'm just going to randomly select a track and we're going to go with it. So here we go. Welcome to Women's Magazine. Громко и четко. Я могу говорить. Давай. Я могу говорить.
played some music from Brother Spellbinder. Are you, are you spellbound? I am. Um, really cool, really cool band. Um, go check them out at the Revolution Cafe, I think on Wednesday nights. Uh, I think they're still on that circuit. Um, all right. Well, this is an unavoidable topic. The midterm elections. Oh my God. So Global Val's election season coverage, I have to be honest, it started really strong. Last December, actually, um, when the the late um, Ed Lee, our former mayor, um, died unexpectedly uh, in December of 2017. And it, 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 it struck, struck, ignited the fire of a, of a, short-lived uh, mayoral race, which probably saw more mayoral forums in that short little six-month period um, than a normal um, every four-year election, um, mayoral election would uh, would have. Um, it was a real whirlwind. I interviewed at least three of the candidates for mayor, um, a couple that uh, were supposed to come in and, and never did. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> and uh, we had a, a forum here for people who were running against Nancy Pelosi for U.S. Congress. We had a, right here at Mutiny Radio. I, I moderated that forum uh, between, I believe, four candidates. Um, and uh, we talked to people who were pushing for or strongly opposed to various ballot measures. All, all of this like in the first six months really of uh, 2018. And you can find links to all of those interviews on globalval.blogspot.com. Globalval.blogspot.com has links to all those. And so it's kind of funny. I have to, I really have to admit this um, because as, as a volunteer radio DJ, um, it was about, I was, you know, it was about a week before the June uh, primary election here. And, um, when I realized, wow, this election season goes till November. <laughs> so I admittedly felt a little bit burnt out um, but, but after the June election. So uh, we actually took some time this summer to kind of uh, step back a little bit and, um, you know, do our shows every other week as opposed to every single week. And um, so my, my latter part of 2017, 2018 election season coverage was a, a little less intense than the first half. Um, that being said, uh, certainly, uh, there's been a lot to talk about this year. Um, I went to the, she, the people conference. Um, it was a big summit here in San Francisco and, um, it was women from around the country, 36 States, um, primarily women of color, which was the focus of, uh, building a community of support, um, outside of, um, although, you know, still somewhat aligned with, uh, the current political party systems. Um, but, uh, you know, trying to push for, for, for more women to be elected into all levels of government. Um, and it wasn't until that summit, she, the people, um, that, I really understood the scale of uh, the movements here across the country. Um, the pushes, the push 
for change uh, in representative government, uh, who was going to be running and winning primaries and then ultimately winning seats uh, around the country. Um, so although there were, of course, a few, you know, disappointments, as there always are uh, in this recent election that took place just three short days ago, um, we certainly saw a big wave of change. I'm not going to call it a blue wave, um, you know, even though uh, a lot of people ran under the Democratic banner, um, but certainly a, a large wave of change um, with a lot of firsts. In fact, a record 117 women won office on Tuesday. Um, pretty amazing stuff. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm going to just buy, you know, some of the numbers here. Uh, I've got a couple articles here that I'm referencing. One's from NPR, one's from the New York Times. So um, mostly objective number stuff um, as opposed to substantive uh, bias. But um, in terms of numbers, at least 117 women were elected on Tuesday, 100 Democrats and 17 Republicans. And that was as of Wednesday. You know, there's still some counting to be done. Of them, 42 are women of color. At least three of them are LGBT. Um, With some ballots still being counted, women have so far claimed 96 of the House's 435 seats, um, which is expected to rise to 100. Um, that's a, uh, an increase from the current 84 seats that women occupy in the House of Representatives. So uh, still, you know, nowhere close to parity, but uh, growing. Um, at least 12 women won Senate seats, um, which will bring the total in that chamber to at least 22. Um, so th- again, nowhere near halfway, but... Uh, <laughs> uh, it, some victories across nonetheless, um, for women. And there's certainly, you know, from both parties, actually, uh, women won nine governorships, um, six women currently serve. So that's bringing that number way up. Um, basically overall, at least 10 more congressional seats will be occupied by women than before. Um, let's see, uh, 250 women were on the ballot. Um, so the fact that 117 women won is a pretty amazing figure. Um, I just want to talk about some of the people who won, who are really interesting that we're going to be, uh, looking at and, and, and becoming familiar with over the years to come. Um, the first Muslim women, uh, there was the Democrat, uh, Rashida Talib, who's from Michigan's 13th district. I met her at she, the people, she came to San Francisco. Um, she had, you know, tears in her eyes as she spoke about the water crisis of Flint, Michigan. Um, these are people who are going door to door and real grassroots, um, efforts, uh, to become elected. So, um, She's going to be represent in the House of Representatives. She'll be representing Michigan's 13th district. Um, and then from Minnesota, another Muslim woman, Ilan Omar, uh, is representing that state's fifth district. So they both became the first Muslim women elected to Congress. Um, and also, uh, Ilhan Omar is also a refugee. So she'll be the first refugee in Congress. Um, 
And then uh, Rashida Tlaib will be the first Palestinian-American woman to serve in Congress. So I think that's going to be rather interesting as well. Um, she, she joked at She the People. She said, you know, of course, my mother thinks I'm going to go free Palestine. <laughs> um, but, you know, what a different voice to have in Congress. Um, we also elected the youngest woman ever, 29-year-old Democrat Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Um, she's serving New York's 14th district. Um, and yeah, the, the woman who currently holds, um, uh, who, who previously held that distinction of being the youngest woman was elected at age 30, um, in that, also from New York, but that was back in 2014. So uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, she's been getting a lot of press, of course. You're probably familiar with her name. What I think is particularly badass about her, other than her politics, is that she not only won in the 14th district in her primary in June, but she also won as a write-in candidate for the 15th district because they loved her so much. Um, so, of course, after that primary, she had to choose one district, which, of course, she chose the 14th, which she was running for, um, to represent... Um, you know, from where she came from in New York. Uh, so she's going to call uh, to Congress. <laughs> she's going to college. No, she's going to Congress. Um, another round of firsts, which I think is particularly moving, um, is the first Native American women. Uh, Democrat Sharice Davids won the House seat from Kansas's third district, unseating a Republican Kevin Yoder. And Democrat Deb Holland from New Mexico won the seat for New Mexico's first district. So both of them, that makes both of them the first Native American women ever elected to Congress. You get where we're going with this? You see, see what's happening here? Um, Ayanna Presley, Democrat from Massachusetts, a city councilwoman from Boston who won, who ran against a 10-term incumbent Democrat and won the, her primary handily, won this election. And she's becoming the first black woman elected to Congress from Massachusetts uh, to represent that state's 7th district. Um, huge. Um also, um, Iowa's getting their first women House members ever um, going to Congress. Uh, first Latina Congress members from Texas, uh, Democrat Veronica Escobar in the state's 16th district and Sylvia Garcia in the state's 29th district. First Latinas represented in the, in the state Congress, according to the Texas Tribune. Um, First woman governor of Maine, uh, first woman ever elected governor of Iowa, first woman senator from Tennessee, uh, first woman governor from South Dakota, um, who's a Republican, by the way, but still, it's a, it's a, it's a women's magazine, um, and the first woman senator from Arizona. Pretty amazing stuff. Uh, I, I'm not, I don't usually love, um, and that was some reporting from the, from NPR. I don't usually love, um, the New York times, but there was, uh, the, 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 
there was a great line here um, from Maya Salam, who wrote the gender letter. Um, and she said, a record 117 women won elections across the United States on Tuesday, flipping seats and taking names. So uh, if you don't think change is possible, think again. Um, if you don't think change is in progress, don't be mistaken. Uh, there's a lot of passion and a lot of power and a lot of people coming together um, to try to stir the pot in this country and um, and uh, well, make it more fair, more equitable, more actually representative of our populace. And so um, I've I've. I've met some of these women. I have uh, talked to some of their senior advisors. Um, I, I interviewed um, Ayanna Presley's senior advisors here on Women's Magazine back on, I'll get the date right in a minute, it's September 21st. So you can check out that uh, podcast uh, where we kind of did a, re a recap of She the People and talked about Ayanna Presley's um, historic run and victory. Um, so yeah, it's happening. Um, change, change is here, change is coming. And, uh, when you see a picture of the next, uh, house of representatives, when they get sworn in, uh, in, in January, it's going to look a lot different. So, um, Democrats have regained the, the, uh, majority in the house of representatives, um, a, a good way to put a check on power. Uh, remember old checks and balances? Um, a great way to, to put some balance at least back into our uh, system of government between the executive, the judiciary, and the legislative branches of government. Um, so uh, although the Senate is still uh, has a root majority of Republicans who obviously have been self-serving and their own, um, moneyed interests behind them and playing dirty and getting into bed with, uh, sleazeball number 45, um, to get their own agenda across. Well, you know, Senate still has a majority of Republicans, but things are changing. Uh, we definitely are looking at a time of opportunity. So don't go to bed. If you're feeling like you're more woke than you've ever been, uh, you know that you got to stay up um, and, and keep at it. Um, we certainly need to remain vigilant, um, especially as attacks uh, keep coming from the White House against uh, freedom of the press. Um, just remember, if if people are trying to hide things from you, it's probably because they're doing something that you are not going to like very much. So, um, you know, the writings on the wall, uh, the, 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 the dirty dealings are, um, not too far under the surface. So, um, don't despair. Here's a little music for you. A little more brother spellbinder. This is Women's Magazine. I'm Global Val. Awesome Friday. You are. He did you a favor. You'll appreciate later. Just another mad caper. Never say never. It's a grown up 
You're gonna get by. You're gonna thrive. Sometimes you're gonna feel like you're flying. Happy Friday, everybody. This is Global Val here at mutinyradio.fm. You're listening to Women's Magazine. I do always want to encourage you to tune in and listen to Women's Magazine on KPFA 94.1 FM every Monday afternoon from 1 to 2 p.m. My colleagues over there are always doing fantastic work uh, elevating women's voices. Um, They are the original Women's Magazine. I am but an outpost here in the Mission District on this crazy ship called Mutiny Radio. Anyhow, um... Happy November, uh, and uh, wow, what a year. All right, I feel like I should read you a poem, and this is is not my poem. I did not write this. Um, I might read one of my own later, but um, this comes from She the People, so the She the People Summit that happened in September. um, It's called An Anthem for Now. And it's honor. It's in honor of she the people, and it's by Elmaz Abinader, and um, she is um, a professor over at Mills College, and she wrote this, and this this kind of came on the flyer from that day. Um, so here we go. It's called an anthem for now. The world inside and beside me are one. Change starts when you listen to the heart. Hear this. Country, you do not need a telescope to find us. Stars are among you. Shift your eyes from the corridors to the sky, from the sky to the home, from the home to the field, from the field to the classroom, hospital, factory floor, and street corners. Hear this. We are the voiceless and we will be heard, not as a song to entertain you, not as a rule to be followed or a call to dinner. We call on you to listen to the voices that stream in from embattled countries and towns with names hard to pronounce and ways you do not see on TV. The world inside and beside me are one. Change starts when you listen to the heart. Country, hear this. The configuration is new again. Answers are not bought or bargained for. This is no backhaul game. Nothing is theoretical. The evidence is us. And we come here open hands to offer solution, inclusion, compassion, and generosity. Don't question it. So country, It's time to welcome the unseen and the unheard who have been doing your labor all along. But don't worry, we clean up good and stand before you and with you. See us, hear us with all our languages, accents, bodies, all our ages and wisdoms. It is time. The world inside and beside me are one change starts when you listen to the heart. And that was written by Elmaz Abinader, professor, an anthem for now. She the people, y'all. It's awesome. And so 
You've been listening to Women's Magazine here on MutinyRadio.fm. I'm Global Val. Thank you so much for tuning in. Of course, the music that we were listening to here is from Brother Spellbinder. Um, and uh, it's an exciting time to be alive. So I feel like I should read you a little poem as well. Um, because although I myself... Uh, Well, let's see. Do I have time to read this? Hmm. That's kind of a long one. (sighs) How about this? We'll end with with this. Because I know that you're out there and you're dreaming. Uh, I know I'm dreaming. So here we go. Visions awaken. Visions awaken through inspiration. Open your eyes. Seek and find what you wish to be. Call to the far reaches. The echo is destiny. Pump love and passion even into the faintest notion of what could be. A colorful yarn unraveling to unleash your story. A call and response of your dreams and reality. Peace to you all. I'm Global Val. Stay tuned. The Common Thread Collective is coming up next. Um, Lots of love. Stay, Stay strong. Stay healthy. And remember, just when your aspirations seem outrageous, like running for Congress and winning, who knows? Inspiration is contagious. Peace. Thank you. Stay tuned.
Я могу говорить, давай. Я могу, могу. говорить. Now, probably just some sadness. Uh, so there's a, uh, I was going to say operation, but it's a, it's a project called the Young Storytellers Foundation. And I've volunteered with them a number of times. And they have kids um, write plays. And they, the kids all have mentors, and they, they write plays together. And then they cast actors. And it's a very, it's kind of a quick, they, they take time to write the plays, but then they do the, the casting very quick. So we kind of show up, show up at like 9, and then they we do a very brief audition, which pretty much just we go up in front of the kids and say, I can do this. So some people are more physical. Some people are more like theatrically trained. I went up this time and was like, oh, I can play male or female characters because gender is fluid. And you know I like to get that message out there to the young folks, because um, I feel like I would have appreciated that when I was young. Um, although I think, think now it's things have gotten a lot more. Uh, in most places, kids are a lot more aware of the options as far as gender conformity goes and how one can rebel against that and how it's all an illusion. Anyway, so we do that little brief thing, and then they cast us in, in their plays, and um, there were some really cool plays. It was really cool. Um, one I was in, it was a, uh, about there's this kid like going from like a pink cloud to a blue cloud, and they end up combining it so it's purple. That's I'm not doing it justice, but it was really awesome. It was really just kids are right on. And then there's a watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Hi, this is Carl. I wrote this song. My turn-ons are satin sheets. I love to be outdoors. Follow me on Twitter. Jokes to call. The French duh, not the duh duh. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length Wow. Let's watch wow. a full-length movie, Carl. Carl, Carl, <laughs> Carl. Testing, testing, Carl. Much-anticipated show today. Hey, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is the most anticipated show in the hit since Geraldo Rivera's unveiling of what's inside the vault. <laughs> wow, what a chestnut that reference is. Uh, yeah. All right, Carl, just, just say hello so I can hear your sound levels on this live well, show. Um, hello, one, two, three. Hello, one, two, three. It should be coming in loud and clear. 
Yeah, all right, sounds good. I think I'm louder. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome to Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube. We are a podcast hosted by myself, Mike Spiegelman, and Carl. Yes. And we watch a full-length movie on YouTube every week, and this is a special show. And you can find us on mutinyradio.fm, where we do the show live Sundays, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, in fact, we're doing this on a special Saturday night showcase, but who cares uh, if you're uh, hearing this afterwards. But you can find us on YouTube, on uh, iTunes, at L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. And that's also, you can find the feed on Mutiny Radio. And go ahead and subscribe. Uh, it's very easy, and every week we watch an, a movie. This week, Carl, what's the movie we're watching? This is a very different kind of movie for us because it is a good movie Carl. for to the rest of the world. Carl, okay. there's no such thing as a bad movie. We watch good movies every week. <laughs> there's no such thing as a bad movie. <laughs> okay, um, we are going to be watching uh, Pootie Chang. Oh, right on. Uh, not again. <laughs> no such thing as a bad movie. Uh, this is The Godfather. The Godfather. Yes. Yes. Excellent. Uh, all right. So, uh, ladies, we uh, watch movies on YouTube. So what we would like you to do is that this is a special show. Uh, we're going to be offering this as a separate download or having it in a special location. This is basically to help uh, mutinyradio.fm. Consider this uh, a charity show. What we're asking you to do if you purchase this broadcast, and God bless you, it's a special episode. But we want you to go to YouTube and pay for this movie. And since you are going to pay for this movie, why not throw in a $5 donation to Mutiny Radio while you're at it? And you could do that even if you don't watch this movie. Uh, mutinyradio.fm, there's a PayPal link. It just says donate. Go ahead and click it. Minimum donation is 5 bucks. You pay for YouTube, you pay for uh, miniradio.fm, and maybe you pay for this actual broadcast. But there you go. <laughs> Let's watch a free movie? No. Every Sunday, if you follow that Facebook, uh, that uh, podcast link, you will see free movies, full-length movies on YouTube. But this one, we're yeah. going to have to pay for it. And I haven't, I don't know what I'm doing yet. Uh, I've never paid for a movie on YouTube. This will be a new experience. I have my credit card here. Okay, I have a Google Play card. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, hang on, let me... Oh. Uh, Will that work? YouTube is purchased by Google. I'm sure they are. You wouldn't say that, right? Well, don't I... I'm going to go into my Google account. Okay. And, uh, by the way, this movie is a two-and-a-half-hour movie. So, before we start... <laughs> yeah, get ready. Get ready. Now, if you have this on your own, on video or DVD or right. something, don't do that. Look, if you're Mike Spiegelman from 20 years ago, you might have it on uh, VHS. VHS. You the might. show is called Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube. So you have to watch uh, this on YouTube. So uh, I browsed for Godfather. Yes. The first link is one of those silly close-up shots. The second link... It looks like the DVD box cover. I think uh, I think YouTube Movies uh, actually has is hosting it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It says Godfather YouTube Movies, right? All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to have to go into Google and excuse me, enter this uh, Google Play code here on the show. You know what? This I don't I don't want to charge for this episode. <laughs> I'm going to be typing. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm vlogging it to Google. Okay, so I'm just clicking on the link, you know, for two ninety nine. I'm going to put in my credit card. Oh, you are? Oh, man, you're way ahead of me right now. 
Well, I don't. I shouldn't be, so I'll wait. I'll just put in the card and not hit hit enter. Well, we're doing this live because we want to show people how to do this. So why don't you go ahead and walk people through, and I'll get my my stuff ready. Okay, Carl. Okay, I went to YouTube and I searched for the Godfather. One word, Godfather. Hit enter. The first link is uh, is not legit. You could actually watch it if you wanted, but you wouldn't be exactly synced with us. The second one looks like the DVD cover. <clears throat> it's black and white of Marlon Brando with the Godfather in gold. Click on there, and you have a $2.99 button. Rent, to, uh, rent SD $2.99. You could buy SD for $12.99. Don't do that. Don't be a sucker. Well, so I now, mean, you could buy it. It's Godfather. <laughs> So now I'm entering my credit card number, All which right. is four two. Four two. Isn't your uh, credit card number has two four point? Oh, tell me again. What is it? Oh man, it's a three hour movie. Four four two zero oh, six eight three three eight zero two four two. Hey, I have uh, money on my Google Play, so I'm in. My Google Play That's had a balance right. in it. Purchase complete. Thank you. All right, Four, I'm in, Carl. Five, oh, six, shit. Nine. It's going to start. i got to hit pause. It's a, uh, uh, I'm sorry. I talked over. I talked. Yeah, you know, I'm talking over your credit card information. Uh, so go That's ahead. For the people at home. You know, I, I, no, that's my mistake. Why don't you start from the beginning? <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> it's too much numbers. It, look, you can. it's a podcast. You can buy it. Hey, Carl. You can have my credit card number. Carl, before we start the movie, I think we need to start this movie with a uh, Mike Spiegelman new joke. Okay, uh, I've been going on stage and I've been saying a little bit about myself. My phone number is 415-425-964. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That's my social security number. I'm sorry. Can you tell us a little something about yourself? Sure. sure. Did you know that my ATM PIN number is the same four digits as my IQ? Zero 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 four eight. Oh, that's low. Low. You should be in the nineties, Mike. I know you well. You're at least in the nineties. Oh yeah, I'm totally. I'm into Rico Suave and the Grime TV, the Grind and Zima. Oh oh, the other nineties. Okay, so. <laughs> all right, Zima. I'm going to start rental period. It asked me, and now I'm buffering circle. Are you in the movie yet? Are you ready to do yeah, this? Yeah, it says once you. Would you like to start this rental? So I clicked yes. Start rental period. So I'm buffering oh, like a I'm motherfucker pausing. right now. Okay. Wow, I can't. No, well, I, if it looks like you're buffering, you might not have clicked start. Uh, oh, your browser period. does not recognize the video format. Oh, it doesn't recognize this format. What? Are you in Chrome? No, I'm in Safari. Fuck. Have All right. you Chrome or is this? Uh, uh, no, wait, all right. You know what? Well, it's a Mac. No, I've seen it. I've seen it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to keep the show going. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we'll just play this one tomorrow, Carl. Anyway, uh, no. All right, uh, I need to find Chrome. How does does Macintosh work? You have a Mac. You're using a Mac? Yeah, so Um, how can I find something on Mac? Give me a call here on the station. Go to the internet, Safari, Mm. and you would put in download Chrome. Does it work on Mac? No, but I have Chrome on here. I know. I just need like a... Okay, then go to the start button. Yes. I'm at start. <laughs> what can you do in Mac? Are you, there's no start button. Freaks you out. Uh, File. 
find finder services hide find folder oh all right no i don't know what i'm doing i'm in amadeus all right ladies and gentlemen uh <laughs> so as an emergency mike go yeah. back to youtube put in the godfather and choose the first one i did the cheap one the sd yeah and it's telling me it can't work on uh, safari Oh, right, nothing can work on Safari. Where's Pam? Pam's not here, man. Not where's Dave. Um, okay, your phone. Got to go with your phone. Oh, yeah. All right, hi. Hi, Molly. I'm live on the air. Uh, me and the uh, Pirate Cat's on the radio with us, too. Uh, so we're trying to find... Go, Windows. Go. Uh... Desktop folder computer. There we go. Let me check in there. Fine. Chrome. Chrome. Oh, there we go. Google Chrome, ladies and gentlemen. Great. And, yeah. Good. We can start this three-hour movie. We're recording. Uh, hello, uh, Pirate Cat. I have Pirate Cat on the uh, uh, on my phone as well. Bobby Molly. Uh, Pirate Cat, as we call her. Yeah, Molly. Okay, here we go. I'm in Google Chrome. YouTube. All right, let me... I think I'll donate to Mutiny Radio while you futz around. Why don't you go ahead and direct our listeners how to do it, and I'll go ahead and uh, start this. Okay. I am going to mutinyradio.fm. Never mind that it switches the URL on you. You are at mutinyradio.fm. Then I'm looking for the do donate button. Oh, no, this is the donut button. Oh, here it is, the donate button. And this is bringing me to PayPal. And... Donate with PayPal. I can do... Oh, I'll just say donate with debit card or credit card. Okay. And then... Uh, 4206. 8770-0. Are you telling the good folks your credit card number again? Uh, well, I just, I'm old and I need to say it out loud or I won't get it right. All right, so I'm in. It's its perfectly fine on the uh, Google Chrome uh, browser. Right. So maybe we suggest using Google Play uh, to put in $3 on your, to your account or use your credit card like Carl did. Carl, what was your credit card number again? It was uh, 172. <laughs> it's, uh, it's 4206. Well, listen, just rewind the podcast. You can have, it expires. October of 2014. <laughs> and this is Diners Club, am I right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, well, ladies and gentlemen. All right, so you know what? We're, uh, we're going to start. So I'm ready. Okay, you're ready. So I'm donating to... Uh, okay, so I'm going to take a pause of donating. 
and let's go back to YouTube. And I'm all buffered up. Uh, yeah, I'm buffered up. So here's what we want you to do. Go to that long ordeal we just did ourselves. Get yourself to YouTube Movies channel, The Godfather, and then uh, hit yes for rental, period. And then it's going to start. Hit pause, let it buffer, and let it at zero, zero, zero. We're going to cut to three. Just, just so you guys know, we're going to have closed captioning on, and we're not playing any audio from the movie at all. So uh, legally, we're watching a, a popular movie, but we don't have any of the content uh, on this broadcast. Right? Right. Uh, actually, we you know, know it so well anyway. Uh, hang on. Actually, you know, I could play... Uh... Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I've just given $5 to Mutiny Radio, and I encourage you to do it as well. You can do it with my credit card information or your own. <laughs> Go to mutinyradio.fm and look towards the right. You've got Listen Live, which I hope you're already doing. And you know, then the yeah. donut button. And you donut did button. the donut button. And you were able to uh, use your credit card number, Carl? What was that yeah. again? Okay. Well, listen, when it comes to taking your money, Mutiny Radio's got it down. Yeah, so donate to Mutiny Radio. And here we are. I'm going to play the uh, iconic theme to The Godfather to start us off. You ready? Ready. Here we go. Hiya, Bobby. Hi, Ken. You want to go for a ride? Sure, Ken. Jump in. I'm a Bobby girl in the Bobby world. Black and black. All right, that's as much as I could play of that uh, legally. <laughs> So that's that's the was theme. That, what was that? It sounds so familiar. What is that? It's the theme to The Godfather. Uh, it's Aqua <laughs> performing theme from Godfather, aka Barbie Girl. All right, we I told the joke. Barbie Girl. Okay. All right. Oh, you know what? I could actually rock out. I'm putting it on theater mode. So we're going to go ahead. Carl, why don't you do the countdown? And when Carl says go, we'll uh, hit play and okay. we'll all be synced up. Okay. We oh. are. Okay. I'm just pasting the link to the fish burgers thing in Facebook like crazy. Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> I should live. To... We should live tweet this, too. Oh, hello. All right. So let's Good just start idea. this thing. Okay. Um, okay. It's time, right? Okay. Here we go. All right. Three, two, one, play. Ernest scared straight. <laughs> <laughs> so we were just kidding. So what, some, what's your favorite? Some horrible great films. What's your favorite Ernest movie? Because I know you've seen them all. Uh, Ernest Scared Stupid. That's my favorite one. And what's your least it's favorite one? Halloween themed one. Oh, yeah. Have you seen Medea's Boo? I think it's better. All right, let's. <laughs> Medea. What's your favorite Medea movie? I, I like Goes Boo. Goes to Jail. Goes to Jail is a good one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What's your favorite Police Academy movie? Mine's the second. The first one. Oh, first, first one's one. a classic. What's your favorite Saw movie? Three or four? I never saw it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if you enjoyed that joke, you're in for a fantastic three hours. Uh, here we go. We're playing PlayStation 3's Godfather video game. Here's the opening credits. <laughs> oh, so let me get some sound off. I know yeah, turn the sound off. It's a lone trump, uh, trumpet here. And that is the uh, marionette holding the word Godfather, Jerry yeah. Lewis should sue. Right. Which I always thought was very funny, by the way. I always thought was uh, wrong because the Godfather's holds the marionette, not he isn't. It isn't held over him. 
Right, but he controls the strings. Right. So maybe it's a super godfather, like a supreme godfather. Here's the now, scariest this guy. This guy, yeah. he's the scariest man in this whole movie, the florist. So it's an epic this about gangsters. That, uh, it, it establishes who the godfather is and what he does for a community. It's not just crime. It's also... Uh, Payback, but but the movie starts with the florist. This guy is a movie, about, a three-hour movie about gangsters, and you start off with this fucking idiot. No, no, he's the Undertaker. Oh, the Undertaker. He, oh, he's the Undertaker. He brings Sonny to. I always thought it was the florist because he had flor- flowers, but it must have been at a funeral. Oh. <laughs> Dude, what a is, what a um, wedding! Did you fight the Undertaker? <laughs> this is the Undertaker, and his you know he was he was his family was wronged. And he's going to the Godfather for justice because the criminal justice system didn't give it to him. And Godfather's uh, like, hey, come on, you come to me now after all these years. Well, he's, he doesn't, Marlon doesn't like it because he's saying, you, you're, hook, you're asking me for weed, right? I don't talk to you for years and you come yeah. over here, you're like, am Knock I your go-to weed guy? Do you think I'm just like a fucking stoner all the time? I'm going to be passing out weed? Oh, where can we get weed? I know, well, let's ask Godfather. <laughs> it's his wife's his daughter's wedding and plus the fact that like he's like can you, you just beat up no. a bunch of guys can you kill a bunch of guys for me <laughs> that's not justice yeah. <laughs> your daughter's still alive they're doing Jaeger shots because they're, they're going to party after this it's important when you have a wedding to do shots Now, Carla, it's a little bit of trivia. You know, during the scene, Marlon Brando has a cat on his lap. It's because during the scene, he's fucking the cat. Oh, really? Yeah, he's the cat fucker. That's why the cat could not get off. It was his choice. Yeah, no, the, it, was, it was Marlon's decision. It was his call. It was stuck. I feel for my character. Francis Ford was like, that's a little heavy-handed. Pussy, <laughs> pussy, come on. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck this cat," said Marlon Brando. A suspended a sentence. A day to laugh at me. Look at that old school phone, man. That rotary phone. There. Oh yeah. Well, let's That's give it up for great. the the cinematography. I love this movie because it just looks so swanky. Everything's just rich. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What do you want me to do? I want them dead. I want to lick your ear. You should give him a wet willy. All right, we finally get to look at Marlon Brando. Yeah. You know, when I see this film, I don't see Marlon Brando. I see Godfather. Like, if you watch Superman or Blah 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 in Paris, there's Marlon Brando, Doctor, the island of Dr. Moreau. But when you watch this, to me, look at that great room. Uh, it's a beautiful room. That's Long the Island. Room Michael turns in. This is in Long Island, right? I don't think so. Long Island, New York's version of New Jersey. Yeah. You know, good, you know what the difference. Good. Every time someone from New Jersey, uh, from Long Island, would give me shit, I'd be like, "Yeah, but New Jersey, it's its own state from New York." <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're you still. <laughs> well, we're not New York. We're Long Island. Long Island has one door. One door. That makes for a lot of traffic. It is the stupidest thing ever. What about Staten Island? Is that stupid? Staten Island is uh, not the same as Long Island. It, it has two access points, and I don't know. It's just different. Also, if you take a look at a map, Staten Island New Jersey now. Oh, I see what you're saying, yeah. But it's still part of New York. 
Mm-hmm. Well, here in the Bay Area, we have uh, Treasure Island. Uh-huh. And there's one And the tra- prison. The prison, Alcatraz. We have Alcatraz. And we have San Quentin as well, another island prison. San Quentin, yeah, that's San right. San Q, yeah. All you right, know, this is... Uh, Oh, no, no. I was just going to say, here's the point where Don says that uh, I'm not going to have my guys kill these guys. Right. He's insulted. Well, look, I'm not going to give you weed just because you think I'm the weed guy. (laughs) Well, how much can I pay you for it? Oh, now you just insulted Uh, me. I could have gave you, I'm going to go, I was planning to give you the weed for free. I'm not a fucking dealer. What have I ever done to have you treat me so disrespectfully? (laughs) <laughs> well, you keep, yeah, I mean, he kills a lot of people and keeps them in business. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he pretends, I swear to God, he pretends that he's an okay guy. Like, when the guy leaves, he says to Tom, you know, like, hey, we're not murderers. Yeah, you're not murderers. <laughs> with this oh, Tom, is Tom's the best character in this movie, and God bless him for not showing up in Godfather Part 3. <laughs> that wasn't his call, man. That wasn't his call. He absolutely wanted to be in Godfather 3. Tell me, I is that for real? In Godfather 3. Yes, absolutely. I always I heard that Tom, that Tom Duvall, uh, Duvall held back for money. He said, I want to oh, get paid well, this much. You know, he, I heard him on Howard Stern a trillion years ago talking about it. So, you know, he might not have been honest, right? He was on a radio show. and He might not have uh, let it be known that that bum wouldn't pay my, you know, what I asked. They were like, you know, all right, here's the... I would have l- paid the money. I would have paid the money because without him... I would have done a different movie than Marlon Brando did. But everybody, I would have done a movie like, a, a, like Crime Has Changed Under My Feet kind of movie. Right. It used to be about respect and families, and now it's about gangbanging and, like, I'm going legit. And I would have had him go legit. Look, he sniffs his rose like... Here's, so here we are at the wedding, and it's a period piece. This is actually the year right now. is 1986. Uh, you can tell by the... I think, well, yeah, so they, I think it's Long Island. I know Michael, uh, well, he gets a place in uh, Reno, right? Well, in the second movie. the next film. Yeah. So here they're going to take the film like, wait a minute, where's Michael? He's going, what? Who cares about Michael? I'm Who cares about Michael? He goes, no, 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 you have yeah. to the script. <laughs> where's I George W? We can't do the shot without George W. <laughs> Fuck it, we got Jeb. Look at Santino. Ah, where's this mic? Ah, thinks he's so good. Where's right. Fredo? They're all dancing, by the way. So, uh, because we're not listening to music, I'm going to actually play. I'm going to play a quick snippet. Come okay. on, Barbie, let's go party. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> There's Connie, man, all happy. Oh, here's this fucking cheap ass. Uh, I'm going to take your photo. So they're at the parking lot, and there's the cops, and they're writing down license plate numbers. Wow. Great, great cars, man. Yeah, gorgeous. The thing that I don't like about these historic, they those cars shouldn't be all nice and new and shiny. They should have a little grime on them. It's just not realistic. Look at it. It came out of some grime on it. There was some dirt on that car. There's fish. There Uh, was grime. Yeah. Yeah, this is you know this director has to make sure everything's grimy and has detail to it. It's it's all it's all good. 
<laughs> Look at Clemens go, man. Clemens that's, is that's, dancing. That's, 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 he's probably like. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> this was the first take. Yeah, the <laughs> this was improvised. He was like, "I'm just gonna drink the pitcher at this point." Polly, more wine, Polly. Give it. Look, everyone's got a cousin, Polly. Uh oh. So you, you. I wonder if it's really hot out because everyone is in three-piece suits. I say. Oh, he—that's the one she, he goes upstairs with. Right. So, speaking of Godfather Part Three, that features the illegitimate child of Sonny and that girl, because they're going to yeah. bang at this wedding, and they're going to uh, spawn Andy Garcia, who's going to be a hothead <laughs> in the third movie. Yeah, that was. A, uh, what are you, a tough guy? I don't need tough guys. I need <laughs> they're like, well, we need a plot for the third movie. Uh, hey, remember that uh, scene wish- where Sonny banged that woman? Here we go. <laughs> Why didn't he come to me, you know, Francis Ford Coppola, and just speak with me about it? Because he really, really screwed that film up. He didn't have to. Do you have any ideas for Godfather Part 4? Would you like uh, to tell? It should never happen. I see a reboot. Oh, oh get, the, get the camera. He's the guy who's like, that will be the piece. He was the, what, the ringleader at the table. Yeah. This was before digital cameras, right? He'd have to say, give me your iPhone. He would go to the delete. Well, now the, the gangsters would probably take selfies on Instagram anyway, so you could just say they were at the <laughs> wedding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Times have changed. That uh, would have been my theme of the Godfather 3. So the actor... I had uh, Michael Corleone like, what are we doing here? Luca Brasi in the background reciting his uh, line that he's going to say. So is it Luca Brasi or is it Luca? I think you're right. It's Luca. Or, or Luca Brasi. Luca Brasi. Oh, I got you. So the second syllable sounds like it's from the first last name. Lou. Is it like Lewis. Uh, Sonny, hothead Sonny, going to smash up a camera. Uh, what a hothead. Uh, Sunday, that, that's going to be the end of him. Yeah, I'm gonna throw some oh. dollar. Grand. I don't have any Think about bills. How much money that was to that guy? Yeah, that was ten dollars. Yeah. You could buy yourself there two you cameras. Yeah, son of a son of a bitch. It was just a bad don, you know. Oh, I don't remember this. What is this? So for the last six months, he's been working in my pastry shop. What is this? What is this? I don't remember this. So this boy and so they want to repay three and back to with. Just another favor, I guess. Do you remember this guy? Yeah, is he going to launch? Like, so this movie, you have to watch it like 12 times to understand the uh, business dealings that are going on that sets off everything. Like, is well, he. Don't favors. Uh, this is the day of the wedding, and he cannot refuse, he says, which isn't true. I mean. This is the one day, unless the Godfather has like 12 daughters. That is going to be like the one day you can go <laughs> in and be like. Hey, uh, my my daughter got assaulted. Can you kill the people who assaulted them? <laughs> I'll give your you wife a knife. Is really hot, Godfather. <laughs> Can I fuck your wife? <laughs> yeah. It's your daughter's wedding. All right. So you've got me. Oh. Also, can you not you watch? Uh, that I cannot promise. <laughs> Someday, I may want you to fuck my wife, and that day may never come. That day may never come. That day may never come. Oh, here's Michael. 
Here's Michael. He's back from the war, the Great War, World War One. No. Oh, his Korean War was it? No. Wait, what? There was another war between that. Uh, <laughs> hey, God, listen. The Captain America War. Oh, Captain America War. So there was Wonder Woman War. Uh, that was the Wonder Woman War to end all wars. And then there was the Captain American War. Right, World War II, right. Then there was the MASH War. Oh, that was Korea, right, right. Right, the MASH TV show. Then there was the MASH movie, uh, which was a thin veil of Vietnam. And then, oh, no, then there was 100 million Vietnam movies from the 80s. It clearly was a thin veil of Vietnam. You're right. Uh, they were trying to do Vietnam, but they couldn't touch that. With the 10-foot pole. I think now Kay is learning that it's the mobster and he's learning about uh, the singer, Johnny, whatever. Oh, uh, Frank Sinatra. Yeah, Frank Sinatra. Poor Frank. <laughs> Who else would it be? He's an actor, yeah. songwriter, singer in this movie. There's no chance. No chance. <laughs> <laughs> he is a good actor, this say. Uh, very uh, dramatic. All right, so yeah, so Michael's explaining why he uh, knows this this hotshot singer. One time he couldn't get out of his contract, so my father went to the agent, said either your signature <laughs> or your brains are going to be on this contract. So let me he tell made you, an offer he couldn't refuse. Let me tell you, Carl, that actually is a story. The movie, The Devil and Miss Jones, the director. What? So mm -hmm. there's a director who directed Deep Throat. And this okay, movie, yeah. which is my least favorite movie of all time, is Deep Throat. If you want to know what I think is the worst movie ever made, especially in America, Deep Throat. Okay. Not, it's the worst movie. And I've seen Isn't it. Even during the sex part? Well, let me put it this way. The sex part, the idea is that her clitoris is in her mouth. And the only way she can achieve orgasm is by having... Using the mouth, so but during the sex scenes, she is uh, fingering her clitoris. During the sex scenes, she is uh, completely shaven until the last scene where she has a bush and she decides to shave her bush in the last scene. The continuity of that movie. So anyway, the reason why I bring it up with The Godfather is that the story goes that the mafia made so much money off this film. They used to go to like uh, porn theaters with clickers and they would mm -hmm. click the people coming in and they would say, you said you sold 40 tickets? We clicked 100. You pay us a 60. But with the what they did with the... And also the story of Linda Lovelace is pretty bad. It's not like... If you yeah. ever read about her life, you can't watch a, a movie with her in it because right, of all the shit that was going on. She's right. being exploited. There's a story that she slept with a dog on camera. Yeah, I've heard that. So, and, and she had a very abusive, like, suitcase pimp as the boyfriend. The, the husband. The husband, right. yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, the story goes uh, with the mob is that the mob also pointed a gun to the director's head to have him sign off the, his rights. So, that actually happened. Wow. There's Mrs. Godfather. Oh, Mrs. Godfather. Ba-da-ba-boom, This is the only thing she does in this three-hour movie is she sings at the wedding and then she looks forlorn. Oh, she passes away, right, at the end? And that's how they reunite? Uh, no, she dies in Godfather 2. Oh. Fredo. Oh, that's when Fredo comes back. Uh, yeah. That's when Fredo buys it. I miss See, Fredo. Fredo's name, his name, has a Fred in it. Oh, wait. 
Sonny's gonna get his dick wet. Well, that was just uh, that was just like a rough draft. They're like, okay, we got Tuffo, we got uh, Fredo, Prodigal <laughs> <laughs> Sutto. Here he goes, Bob, ba boom. <laughs> There's always one guy at a wedding who's like talking about sex. Oh, boom, the boom. The whole family's embarrassed, but they love it. Every wedding, I was at a wedding, and the father of the uh, uh, bride said, "May your only ups and downs are between the sheets." Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the only ups and downs your wedding is between the seats. Tom. Now we see that Tom is, you know, he should be Carly. He should be, uh, I don't know. He's just. Tom is this real cool. Right hand. Yeah. Frank Sinatra's showing up now. There's Talia Shire, who's terrific in this. Connie. But she's, she's in the third movie? Or did she die? They always have to, like, Yeah, kill. no, she's way in the third movie. Yeah, right, that's right. She ha- hardcore. Yeah, right, she helps get Mike back on track. Yeah. It is not what I wanted! This is what I think. The God of the Rocky movies. Like, they're mm-hmm. like, yeah, you know what? We don't need you. We'll just have you die and we'll have Rocky mourn. <laughs> Wait, I, but you're talking about the coach really did die. No, but in, uh... I think it was Godfather, no, Rocky Six. Adrian or, just, oh, oh, Adrian. Yeah. He's like, he owns a restaurant called Adrian. It starts out with yeah. like, yeah, you know, well, she didn't want to get, when she wanted to get paid more money. Yeah. She died. Not only are we going to not have you in it, we're going to name the restaurant. Now, her uh, son is Jason Schwartzman, right? I don't know. Talia Shire's uh, son. I don't know. Listen, Connie is not Adrian. No, Connie is definitely a, a better character than Adrian. <laughs> That's not what I meant, but okay. <laughs> Listen, oh. No offense, Connie. <laughs> yeah, so we're, she's getting married to Rocky in this movie? I don't get it. Okay, so who is... She's getting married to Carlo, who's going to... Fucking beat her up. Use a, punching bag and then he's gonna buy it um this is kind of a sick movie because it starts off with this wedding and then it ends with the son fucking killing her husband <laughs> <laughs> like the family hosts the wedding and then the family kills the husband the yeah. Group. yeah i think i'd make my do- my sister a widow come on <laughs> let's step outside let's take this offline i, I didn't understand that part like why why get them all calm and make them feel like everything's going to be fine? And then they do this in the movie anyway. Don't they give them tickets? He gives them like everything's good. Here's a plane ticket for no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey. They spent the money on the ticket. I shine your shoes. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Look, they're all clean. Oh, so how do you do Wait, that? This is the story. Yeah, right. he made him an offer he couldn't refuse. Because if he refuses, he dies. Right. You don't make that offer to a suicidal person because you wreck up the uh, whole thing. Sorry about that. That's a true story. Kay, that's my family, Kay. That's not me. Yeah. 
yeah, so the... Oh, how how far are you into the movie? I see I have 21 minutes and 17, 19, 20 seconds. Okay. Yeah. Um, 21, 17, 18, 19. Am I a little behind you? No, I think it's fine. Oh, uh, well, actually, maybe you? not. I'm at uh, Where are you again? 21, 36. Okay. Can you pause? <laughs> Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I meant to lower the volume. Can we restart this the movie? No. I want to record. It. I don't want to burp on on my my podcast. That's rude. So let's just start the Godfather over. All right. All right. So Hi, what, welcome to the show. All right. So you want me to pause? I'm ahead of you. Well, you're like six seconds ahead of me, so I'm okay. going to pause and tell me what's the number. All right. I'm going to pause it in at 22:30 when it happens. 22:30. Right now. 22:30. Yeah. Right okay, now. Your pause. Well, I'll tell you when I pause at 22.30. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, here comes Fredo. Drunk. Sorry I'm late. I was banging cheerleaders. I was banging... Uh, Cocktail wages. Two at a time. All right, hang on a sec. So... Okay, I paused it. 22.30. Okay, I'm going to tell you to unpause. All right. Four, three, two, one... Unpause. All right. And we should be synced. All right. So we're synced. So ladies and gentlemen, we are on 22.35 right now. The director says, I just can't have a movie. There's just no time. There's no time. Dino and Jerry, have, they, they have a better act. And they make movies every week. But this is supposed yeah, to be like Frank Sinatra and the man with the golden arm, right? Or like uh, From Here to Eternity <laughs> or some shit like that. Isn't that the story? I don't know the real life story. So I just know. I've always heard it was that this is supposed to be a story about Frank Sinatra, that he went to yeah. the mob to get a good role, and that role could have been from here to eternity. Could have, oh, here we go, Andy Garcia. Three, yeah, two, one, bang, Andy. coming. <laughs> get it? <laughs> get it? Hey, hey, you getting out of the bathroom? Coming, Tom. He picked the one minute. He picked I need the to, ugliest girl. He, Garcia, he's very sensitive again. he comes in inside her and then Tom says you ready he goes one minute I need to cuddle <laughs> well, that's not like Sonny <laughs> that's total Sonny he likes to spoon afterwards you know he doesn't wham bam here's a hug ma'am it's all about Sonny <laughs> I like to cuddle I'm the father in Elf <laughs> you could be a man Oh, he just fucking smacks him. Smacks the little girl. Maybe it's supposed to be Dean Martin or uh, Bing Crosby. Wouldn't that be ironic that he's smacking Bing Crosby? <laughs> but um, I think you're right. I mean, Frank Sinatra's the one with alleged mob ties. I don't know. You spend time with your family. I knew more about Frank Sinatra as a, like uh, about the mob than I did most of his music because... Just being an 80s kid, you, <clears throat> Katie Kelly wrote that uh, biography on Frank Sinatra. Mm-hmm. Am I am I going up the right tree? Do you remember that? It was a, it was like I don't. I mean, Katie Kelly. Frank Sinatra's music was so foreign to what we like that I didn't even I thought of him as history. Well, there was a whole retro uh, swingers movement in the 90s where, you know, What's rape. His name? Yeah, like, and they, so you, we'd hear a lot of Sinatra music back then. And what's the guy uh, 
who was a contemporary trying to bring back Frank Sinatra. I see his face. He was a singer and... Well, anyway, uh, it didn't work. Uh, you mean you like know. Harry Connick Jr.? Uh, Seth yeah, Farland. that's it. That's it. Seth Harry Connick Jr. And Tony Bennett was, you know, like, had a go-around again. and Tony Bennett. Know. Well, you know, it's, you speak of that error. That MTV Live album with Tony Bennett, it's great. And part of the thing I love about that album is that it's a bunch of Gen Xers, like, applauding, you know, oh. Huh. That Tony Bennett's all like, yeah, it's tough being a lover. You know, all his songs are like, wish my life was better. <laughs> and every song is like, yeah, I agree with that, man. I, I wish my life was better. Now, Tom is telling him that Salazzo, this person named Salazzo, wants a meeting. And we're going to have to meet with him because all the families want us to meet with him. This is the drug connection. It's the heroin connection. So this took me a long time to figure out in this movie. So The Godfather does not do heroin, but he's offered uh, heroin profits intake of uh, protection. Right. right. He's off, Yeah. He isn't going to produce the heroin. It's just that he's going to offer his muscle and his influence. So the corrupt cops, to, the corrupt politicians, right, yes. To let it, to, to, to make up, to allow a business to happen in New York without getting busted. He kills a tons of people. Like, how, do you think heroin kills more people than the Godfather kills people? Yes. <laughs> All right, I guess I mean, my point's not taken then. But I, I mean, like, it's a moral decision that he doesn't want to do heroin. Because yeah, it's gambling. a moral decision. He thinks that uh, what is it, gambling and women? They're, they're nice vice. vices. They're, they're less vices than nices. <laughs> the nice vice, you know, prostitution. Most people want nowadays, and the politicians believe it's a harmless vice. So where are we right but now, Carl? Drug business. Is this Hollywood? Right yeah, now, there's the Chinese Hollywood. theater. Oh, right. Here's Wolf's International. So this movie oh, being... there's Adam. Adam, did you see him walk by? Yeah, my brother Adam is going to his job in the lot. By. He works in the lot of Wolf International Pictures. You can see uh, he has to walk in because the, the security guard won't let him on the lot with his car. One time he showed me around like the, the fake city, the lot of uh, Dukes of Hazard, and... Uh, my brother Adam, when, when was this? Yeah. Uh, it was when he was on George Lopez. Oh, so he was there in the lot there. My brother Adam runs a uh, great uh, bad movie podcast. He's been doing it for about seven years. It's called Proudly Resents. I would definitely download it <laughs> or go to his website. He's probably can sit down by interviews. He interviews a lot of big people, uh, Lloyd Kaufman of Troma, a lot of great people, uh, and, and Wells talks about a lot of great movies. So if you made it this far, I would definitely recommend him. Yeah. Uh, now, I have donated to Mutiny Radio, and I think that you listening should as well. It's easy. Yeah. MutinyRadio.fm. Our argument is that if you're going to pay $3 to see this movie with us, throw in $5 yeah. to, the, to the station. Yeah, you're that kind of guy who will yeah. pay the money. It's all digital. It's all zeros and ones. It's not real money. Right. It's funny it's money. Mm-hmm. It's not cash. It's not green paper in your hand. Listen, if you had a ten dollar bill in your pocket and you spent three ninety nine on a movie and then five dollars on a donation, you'd be like, "Fuck! How am I going to get home? I only have a dollar and a quarter." But that's, <laughs> that's not the but case. This is zero. This is just, yeah, it's a card, some numbers. 
I'm so excited. This is I my had... Mick Kraut friend. I'm German Irish. Yeah, this is my Mick Kraut friend. Oh yeah, we're... that's such a great line. Like th- that line right there spawned every single Seth's uh, Rogan movie, right? Don't they like in the uh, 40-year-old version? They just sit around going, yeah, well, you look like you're German-Irish. <laughs> A hot tub time machine? Well, yeah, you look like you're uh, German-Irish. You make kraut, and that's the joke. You look like hey, that so, guy from the Godfather. So here is, here is uh, the, the rich Hollywood guy back in the day, back in... You have a nice little plaza, you drive your fancy custom car, you park it between your other two fancy cars. Right. You don't have your indoor basketball court. So he's giving a tour. Well, you have like old school maids hanging in the background of your outdoor... Why didn't you tell me you worked for a a mafioso killer who could have me killed? Right. Sure, have a drink, friend. But he still talks down to Tom. Yeah. There's no way what's-his-name gets that picture. <laughs> no way Frank Sinatra, I mean, uh, Guy Incognito from what's The Simpsons. What's-his-name? Dancing lesson, singing lesson. She was going to be a star. <laughs> then what's-his-name comes along with this olive oil voice and giddy charm. Well, actually, he does sound like olive oil if you listen. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I yeah. don't know how something like olive oil will get women, but uh, there you go. Yeah, uh, that horse didn't talk. No horses talk. Oh, yes, Carl. You know I'm so sorry. Why? Because they're a horse. <laughs> well, why he don't... Get the, why, don't get why don't horses talk? Because they're horse. Oh, I love that joke. And then wait, we'll, we'll, we have a follow-up to that horse joke in about 20 minutes. Yeah. Listen, how come he doesn't have a wife? He he fucks all his servants. He has like thirty servants. We saw his manor, and he has an outdoor maid. He has an outdoor bartender. Three guys in the stable, at least. Right. House N words. Look at Tom. He's still eating his dinner while this guy's yelling at him. He's like, "Fuck it, it's chicken cordon blue. I'm gonna fucking eat it." Finally, it's not goddamn pasta. Of course, I'm gonna shove it down my throat. Look at that, uh, like, oppressed woman. Yeah, I mean. Like a robot, letting the men talk. I mean, this she, is old school. That, she's furniture. She's furniture. Yeah. Do we, do you, our, does, does our nouveau riche friends have, like, maids standing around like that? That's, like, old school money. Yeah, that's old money, yeah. They're replaced by robots. Pizza delivering robots. Yeah. I want you to get out of here. Tell him I'm no band leader. That's right. I heard the story. (laughs) This is where the actor gets the show. That's right. I heard the story. Thank you for dinner. Let me finish up the set. I have two more bites. And the director's cut. Tom uh, stops and uh, eats, finishes his meal, then he leaves. (laughs) Oh, that was eventful. Insist on hearing bad news personally. Well... Nothing but good things for that movie producer. Let's see what's going on. Meanwhile, morning has risen. This is like a sitcom. It's two and a half men. Like, they knew people out there. Like, they knew a family out there. And I want, I need men. 
Did Tom do this himself? No, no, that could never happen. He's Tom did not go into the stable business. and decapitate a horse. Right. Make drain it of blood. But he drained it of blood. Right? Because if you killed a horse in 12 hours... Well, it's, I think blood's in the bed, right? Or Look, there's uh, the uh, Oscar for one from the heart. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh. oh yeah, he's got the Oscars in yeah. there. Oh, just happens to have an Oscar. And this movie won an Oscar, too. Is this the first movie that ha- has an Oscar in it that won an Oscar? Yes, it is, I Carl. Think. Finally, I came oh, up with new yeah. trivia. Oh, there is horse blood. Wow. Oh, it's a bad dream. It's like, huh, this is funny, I feel a little wet. <laughs> Why can't I speak? That? I feel a little hoarse. No, I really never, feel a little hoarse. <laughs> never had my period before. Yeah, right. That's it. I have, I've, hey, uh, I've actually woken up and my head, my hand was covered in red. So he thinks, oh, ah, horse oh, head. Yuck. Oh, my goodness. Oh, keep the camera lingering now. on the horse. And then the guy screams. Ah! There's a horse that we keep cutting back. Ah! <laughs> I must revenge you, Clopper. And the rest of the movie is the uh, movie producer's revenge on the Godfather. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a funny thing. It just goes away. Yeah, that's you know? it. Hey, look, you know what? It's a three-hour movie. movie. I'm going to call it, Carl. I came up with new Godfather trivia. This is the only movie so far that won an Oscar that has an Oscar in it. Uh-huh. Yeah, prove me wrong. 415-550-0511 if you could think of another movie. Uh, I'm, I'm on the... I'm, oh, you're on the line? I'm, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm blocking it. Well, clearly nobody will call. Hey, if, this, if we broadcast this live on the air, that means I'm playing a recording. So go ahead and call. I'll hit the pause <laughs> in the recording and we'll talk. <laughs> oh, Salazzo. Salazzo's great, man. He's going to shoot you. You don't know it yet. He's a mouth breather, Salazzo. He can't close his mouth. Is that right? Yeah, look, I mean, like everyone else, like they're all thin-lipped, you know. Did you see the the picture I did with you, me, and Salazzo? We had the perfect faces for it. (laughs) Maybe you don't remember that one. We were over his shoulder. I posted it. If you guys go to Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube.blogspot.com, I do have a post of all Carl's stellar, <laughs> interstellar photoshops promoting this event. And he yeah, has... Let me just brag a little bit. Yeah, please do. I got to do something. This is Microsoft Paint, buddy. It's I'm letting that sink in. Oh, you're doing something in the back? Okay. No, 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 no. That's amazing. I agreed to see you because I knew that you were a serious man. So this is like, you had the moochers at the wedding, and this guy's a big, he's a deeper mooch. Yeah. I need a million dollars finance. But Salato, he doesn't have a family, right? He doesn't show up with an entourage. And the moment he, yeah. sees, he sees somebody else willing to take a deal, he doesn't care that he's going to kill off the family. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't have that backbone. No, he, he sees Sonny was hot for my idea. So I'll just kill the guy who wasn't. Never mind, it was his dad. This, this took me several viewings to figure out what the fuck happened. But what happened is huh. that Godfather said, I don't do uh, narcotics. And Sonny says, but Pop, we can make so this much money? money. 
Yeah. What do you mean? Tatalia guarantees our money? Yeah, Tatalia guarantees our money. So Slotson knows that Sonny would be interested. So he figured, I'll just kill the father and then talk to Sonny. And Sonny will... One less person? Don't bring that hothead temperament, right? Temper with you. Your famous temper with you. That's cold. So he's the opposite of a family. I mean, he's willing to destroy a family without a blink just to get business done. He's one guy... He's like the new generation of gangsters because he's dealing heroin and he's willing to do anything for business. Mm-hmm. Because he's, he's on board. So he's like the new school. Not really new school. No, he is. These guys are the old school. Like, where does it say you can't gun down a police captain? Come on. Mark. Oh, right, yeah. I mean, they're the old school. Like, That's right. Cool. But in Godfather 3, it takes place in 1979, and it's more of a Vatican conspiracy than, uh, like, a next generation of gangsters. They, they applied yeah. more than the next round would be more international and uh, you know, had Vatican attached to it. I just wish that one never happened. There he is. There he goes. There we go. Hey, Santino, huh? Sorry, you, you must understand I spoil my children, as you can see. They talk when they should listen. I must tell you no. And here is why. We like nice spices, like forced prostitution, like child pornography. (laughs) Right. But this drug business... (laughs) Get a little dangerous. They don't do drugs in this movie, right? They drink, and they they womanize. That's right. Like, they would rather just get their dicks wet than smoke some weed or shoot up. Being as your entrances do not conflict with mine. <laughs> of course they do, right? But, so, Fish, A. Vigoda, right? He's in this meeting, and he he helps, uh, it's only business. Tell Michael it's only business. Yeah, I always like him. So, basically, everybody in the room is going to side with the other with everyone else. So, Sonny's not wrong. Get on, get out of here. Oh, here's the... What are these flowers for? Oh, these are for the decapitated horse. (laughs) This is from the uh, Horse Meat Appreciation Fan Club. Uh, They want to thank you for your donation. That's some good horse meat. Carl, do you think, like, uh, professional horses taste better? Uh, no, they're even more chewy, I think. I want you to go to the Italians. Pretend you're not happy. <laughs> What's the stupidest plan? Yeah, Godfather's like, yeah, Luca, just show up and be, and be a turncoat and be a double agent and, and report back to us. I, I don't think they won't fall for it. <laughs> Uh, Best and company. Yeah, Toby Best. <laughs> yeah, she just called Best Supermarket, Best Department Store. This is before the internet. This is when, like, Mike was a nice person, and Kay could be in love with him, and he was decent. And Kay had to be a murderer. And let it be known that Kay is taller than Mike, walking down the streets. Here's Luca suiting up. Oh, he's got his bulletproof vest. Yeah. Which is a great way to wrap fish in. <laughs> it's a Sicilian message. 
It's a Sicilian sandwich. They're like one step ahead. He's like, they're probably going to shoot me. So I'll wear a bulletproof vest. He shows up and they like fucking stab him. Choke him to so death. They, they, they choked him, didn't they? Yeah, they choke him. His eyeballs go nuts. Yeah, he didn't get a choke-proof collar. Right, next time he needs like a, a electrical collar. Or like a punk spike collar. Oh, and it's Christmas time, so there's a, it's very ironical, as I would say. Saying ironical. That's from the movie The Homeboy, directed by Dave Gebro, available on YouTube. It's not, actually. It's one of those movies that get bootlegged. Oh, I went okay. to see if my friend's movie is on YouTube, and not only is it one of those phony, like, bootleg, here's a full movie, but it had this timer on it. It's not going to start for two days, so set a reminder. I was like, fuck you. That's really deep. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, right. Ah, look how beautiful. Like, this bar is gorgeous. Everything is like, you can see the wood and the, the brown colors in this movie. It's so gorgeous. It was a different time. It was, things were quality. Well, I mean, it's a different time of movie making, too. You know, the, the, yeah. to have this, like, to see this 35 millimeter or whatever, it's just, it, it just pops out. Ah, look at that mouth breather. <laughs> and may your first child be a masculine child. <laughs> What's your opinion on my our second child? I didn't write that down. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't matter as long as you got the boy, then... You know, whatever. He could say, are they, they're speaking Sicilian, right? They're talking Italian, talking Italian. Remember that song? The Sicilian is actually Italian. I don't remember that song. I remember What's the Matter You. Got to no respect. <laughs> hey, it's a not so bad. Stab. Oh, right. They stab his hand, too. Yeah, you don't have a Kevlar neck. <laughs> what a creepy, creepy look. Look at his tongue. Oh, I know. This is fucking gross. <laughs> Listen, you don't die that quickly when you get choked, okay? My first wife, well, I mean, I know that. <laughs> Rest in peace. She will not be. She is not currently. There's actually a movie called, I think, a film about killing, and it's known for its grisly death. Like a guy decides to kill someone, and it isn't like a quick pop where he gets a bullet in his chest and he falls down. He actually uh, takes forever to die, and, and they right. shows it. And they show it. Well, they show like that's the scene that they play is that this the guy that the victim is. It takes a while to kill this guy, and it isn't pretty. Yeah. So it's not like, the point is, it's not like a Hollywood scene where... Right. You just choke a dude. Right, you, you break into the fortress. Bam, that guy's dead. Choke, this guy's... Uh-oh. Uh-oh, he's going to buy it. Is that Fredo going to drive the car? Listen, I'm going to get a apple before I'm shot. Hold on. He's getting an orange, right? Oh, is it an orange? Okay. Well, you know the orange Listen, rule. Some of that. 
He's getting an orange. No, 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 not that one. That one. This is the first time oranges are introduced in the uh, Godfather trilogy. Unless you do, unless you watch it. Well, unless you watch it chronologically, watch the Godfather saga where the uh, NBC. do you know that? Do you remember that? It was a TV event where they took oh, the first yeah. two movies and they edited it in chronological order. Oh, they're shooting yeah. The Godfather. How many Look times did I shoot? Fredo just did. I dropped my gutty. No. Daddy. Weak Fredo. Oh, don't watch your head. Watch your head. Oh, Marlon, please. Marlon's like. <sighs> Eight shots and he's still alive. Uh, oh, Fredo, would you like to do something? Uh, Duh, I'll sit in the curb. The weakest character ever. Look, Fredo's my brother, and I love him. But he's weak. <laughs> he's stupid. <laughs> and this is life and death. Oh, my goodness, look at him. My godfather, daddy, got shot. He played a weak guy in Deer Hunter. He played a weak guy. Uh, in Dog Day Afternoon. Him. Well, he was a little. He played off. a weak guy in that. He wasn't weak. Uh, he was weak in Dog Day Afternoon. He was more like a. I thought he played a weak character in uh, Police Academy Three: Back to Training. What? I don't know that. Oh. He actually, in that. <laughs> he actually that actor passed away. He only did about eight movies. Ah, he was big at the time. He wasn't a lot. Look, he sees. It doesn't. Hey, if he's dead or alive. Your fa- he texts the newspaper headline. Your father yeah. got shot, Michael. Excuse me, would you please pay? Excuse me, sir. <laughs> Excuse me. That'll be five cents, sir. This is not a library. Yeah, I know. Sir, don't crumple the merchandise. Uh, yeah, that's three cents, sir. Look, you want the evening mirror. That's three cents. <laughs> oh, he litters it. Okay. It's right outside Radio City Music Hall. Okay, go back to the hotel. I don't give a shit about you right now. Yeah. Okay, this is a side of me you're going to see for the next two movies. She shows up in the third movie, right? He tries to pass yeah. things up. Yeah, he does. Try. Well, she knows, too. Oh, well, it's, she's an interesting character in the third movie because uh, it's post-living with a post-married to the mob. Yeah. By the way, the movie oh, Married to right. a Mob, what a ripoff. Mm-hmm. It's just about Kay. Sonny's wife, Sandra. Yeah, and we first meet her at the wedding when uh, she knows he's a cheating bastard already. Oh, so she knew that he was fucking someone else. Well, yes. Did you remember how irritable she was? And Clemenza, what's up? <laughs> You idiot! Sonny, you hothead! Yeah, seriously, the complete opposite of Fredo. Fredo would be crying. <laughs> He's not dead. Is he dead? <laughs> so he's like, I'm going to take your fat fuck and just throw you against the wall. Listen to me, stupid. Get that idiot baby out of here. Sonny, like, threw Clemenza against the wall. I mean, he must be yeah. working out. <laughs> Clemenza is like 280 pounds. Will you get my legitimate son out of here? 
<laughs> oh, this must be, uh, he's learning about Tom. He's kidnapped. <clears throat> All right, they kidnapped Tom. They're ruthless. All right, Sonny writes, writes it down. The, <laughs> yeah. You, in my house, a notepad shot up, you. I'm going to write in the cabinet, see? I bought this cabinet. Tom, I know you're not in the muscle end of the business, so you could go. Sonny was hot for my idea, wasn't he? Oh, he tells Tom your boss is dead. Tom's like Smithers. He doesn't believe him. He knows Mr. Burns is alive. <laughs> this crazy long shot. All right. They're giving coffee to Tom. Clemenza, Clemenza respects Tom. Oh, he's getting a shot. Wait, that's... Uh, to- Wait, you got me mixed up now. Clemenza. No, you're right. It's not Clemenza. It's their henchmen. Yeah, Clemenza's their their henchman. This is Salazzo. Salazzo, yeah. He's an independent businessman. He wants to move heroin into the state. Salazzo is good. He kind of he you know he shakes the the hornet's nest in this movie. He gets things going. Mm-hmm. Especially when He's he shoots a, the Godfather. Like if you shoot the title character, you're really shaking the hornet's nest. The inciting incident was shooting the. Uh, this is what's going to make Michael turn. Right. Oh, yeah. Michael is going to So, Sony is a hothead. Fredo is a crybaby. But Michael, he knows he's got his head on. He goes up to bat. He's the brains of the organization. <clears throat> what's the matter, Pop? I never wanted this for you. Well, because Michael fought in the war, like unlike the other two coward brothers. <laughs> like he was, he acted like a civilian. I think that's one of the reasons why Brando, why uh, Godfather respected him. Mm-hmm. You know, because if you especially watch the second movie, Godfather loves America. Don't get him started. He loves Ellis Island. He loves Hell's Kitchen. He loves Little Italy. And he loves killing the Black Death. Yeah. Remember he wrapped up his gun in a towel so it was quieter? And it catches on fire. It's pretty badass. Yeah, it was badass. I remember, that whole scene was badass. He unscrewed the light bulb a little. Yeah, right. He, he already had a flip, gun prepared. Flip. He knew that, knew that guy was going to be walking down the street. Dipping his beak into to everything. Yeah, just enough to get his beak wet. I'll get your beak wet. Now he finds out he's still alive. Oh, there's a flaming burning uh, garbage can. Well, that's bad news for me. He tells, yeah, yeah. Well, that's bad news for me. And it's bad news for you if you don't take this can. <laughs> We want to be in all three hours of this movie. So make the deal. We would hate to be just act one. Maybe they're in New Jersey. Do you think they live in New Jersey, Carl? Yeah, maybe. I do. Listen, I don't know where the wedding took place, but their home 
It's, it, their home is definitely in New York, but I don't think it's Long Island. It's more like the Bronx or Queens or Yonkers. I oh, mean, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Well, I know a Godfather too. He lives like you know knee deep in, in uh, Little Italy or whatever. But now they have money and they they're more established, so they move out of it. I think they're going to get the fish now. Who is that woman who's smoking there, sitting there? That might be Clemenza's wife. Mm-hmm. She was the continuity girl. She was tired and sat down during the scene. <laughs> yeah. And, and since she was responsible for continuity, she's like, fuck <laughs> it, I'll just leave me in there. Weren't you not in the first scene? Just just roll the film. Yeah. <laughs> tired. You can tell it's a difficult set because there's like crew members sitting during the scenes like, fuck this. There's Sonny. They look like they were... Go order some Chinese. Now, Abe Vigoda, he was definitely known for this movie. Yeah, that's Uh, why he got other roles. But Barney Miller was late 70s, right? So this is 72. He must have broken out beforehand, right? He must have been known during the 60s. I don't know. This could be his first role, but he would never have had fish were it not for this film. No, Carl, I, I agree to disagree. If he didn't, <laughs> wasn't on Barney Miller, he wouldn't have fish if it wasn't for Barney Miller. Oh, you mean the show fish? Yeah. Well, yes, I agree. Yeah. Oh, the show fish, sure. Oh, you're talking about the character fish. <laughs> oh, there he is. Yeah, I'm still sick. Yeah, I'm still sick. Yeah. Oh. My hand oh, hurts yeah, so bad. Home. Yeah. That's the husband. The newlywed. So, yeah. I'm sorry, I've been sampling heroin. Hey, Jerry, turn down the volume. Turn down the volume. I don't want to hear this movie. I want to, and look, you bring the cannolis back okay. <laughs> well, I have a, I actually wrote a joke for this show. It would be, uh, okay, okay. leave the gun, take the edible. <laughs> what are you Very doing? Good. You to take the edible. You, are you idiot. Save me half. Let me take them. Oh, uh, it's a Sicilian sandwich. It's a, it's a package from Salvador Dali. It's a fish wrapped in a uh, bulletproof vest. A melted clock. <laughs> the liquid what brassi. What is this? What aren't you Sicilian? You don't know. Sicilian uh, message. Okay, look at this house, right? It's yeah. It's like Queens. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right on that. Okay, but what about the little mansion? Their little private place. That's his. Uh, well, this is this is Clemenzo's house. Yeah, that's his wife. Yeah. Don't forget the edible. Wait a second. Wasn't it the New Jersey uh, marshlands? Right? That's yeah. It. They they dropped the body in the uh, Meadowlands. They're like, hey, let's go to the let's go to horse track racing, and they go to the wetlands. They're so, like, oh shit, they would have to leave that track for another thirty years. Pop. <laughs> so maybe it is New Jersey. Well, this can't be New Jersey. That house really doesn't look like New Jersey. That but looks- it could be like. Uh, Garfield Union. Maybe Garfield I see what you're saying I think it's one of the five boroughs I, mean, I think you're right Okay That's definitely A five boroughs That's like yeah. uh, That could be a, Like an elevated train In Queens 
amazing. Well, this is what is this the Paramount Studio lot that they built this shit for this I movie? I doubt it. Look at that street. I mean, that's New York City. Yeah, but it, it's made to look like of the error. So did they okay, go? Okay, so into now you see. Uh, you see 36th Street, East 35th Street, you see uh, Empire State Building, 34th Street. Yeah, okay, there's Statue of Liberty. They're definitely in Jersey. I'm sorry to cut you off. I just don't think that that one was shot on a lot. Probably the interiors. I'm not sure. But you think like, they built a street scene? I mean, the best in company, company has to uh, Clemens has got to pee in the Meadowlands. He's got to wait like an hour. I hate pissing in the Meadowlands, right? It's a big trough. <laughs> what if you just hear the shot? How come we can't listen to the sound? Well, we if this was better closed captioning, it would say, gunshot, dude dead. Who did they shoot again? They shot um, the one who set up God's... Okay, so the reason Fredo was driving that day was he was... <laughs> Sick. Oh, right. this guy was sick, right? And that's because he was setting up Godfather. He was, you know, paid by the other family to Solazzo's team to do it. <clears throat> Although Solazzo's not in a family, he's from Italy and he's got connections here. He has connections, but he doesn't have like a. I don't think he even has like a, a mafia family. Oh, here we go. Here we go. I'm gonna show you how to cook. You just get a bunch of canned tomatoes. I miss you so much. If I don't see you, I'm gonna die. (laughs) I'm gonna die. I love you with all of my heart. With all of my heart. (laughs) We're not even riffing the movie, we're just quoting it. (laughs) It's like, but you can relate, Carl, when you're hanging out with killers and your wife's like, say, I love you. you. Tell me you love me. Uh, now it's not time. Uh, if I don't see you again soon, I'm gonna die. <laughs> yeah, I can't talk. Look how they make like spaghetti. It's just canned p- tomatoes. Do you, yeah. Have you ever Someday tried? You have to, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, no, go ahead. It's cool. See, same. Someday you tomatoes. might have to cook for 50 guys. So you put this right in the microwave. <laughs> you call this number. But he has like canned tomato paste, he has canned tomatoes, then he puts in meatball, a little wine in there, that's the secret. And a little bit of sugar, that's my trick. Big meat hands. These guys are killers. He just killed a man like five minutes ago, and now he's making dinner. Like, hey, you know, I put a little sugar for some TLC. I like to make comfort foods, it makes people feel good, especially when I'm not killing people. That also makes people feel good. So this is, uh, yeah, it's all going to go into place because Michael's going to go. The he's going to yeah, get the hostage, but Mike's going to assess it. And then he's going to be like, let's have this meeting and I'm going to shoot him. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, but we have to get through the whole thing in which somebody's going to try to kill the father at the hospital and Mike saves his life. We're going to go through that now. Right now, now Kay for the first time is getting like it's got real Michael, who's got a yeah, yeah. He's not dating now. Well, also there's like bodyguards in there, right, or something like that in the hotel room. 
I don't think so, no. Because Mike's not in the family, really. Oh, yeah, that's I right. Mean, by blood. <laughs> At this point, Mike is like Santino and, and Tom have got him sitting around, like, take calls and be around. Spend so, time here. Mike, you're but saying Mike the business. is like the uh, Osborne child that's not on the show. Because there's three siblings. <laughs> yeah, that is what I'm saying. And the same thing with the Will Smith family. You know, there might be oh. two of their children in the limelight, but there's a third child that, that chose to go, you know, be not in the limelight. His name is Mike Spiegelman. Will Smith is my dad. <laughs> there's uh, Jaden Smith, Mike Spiegelman Smith. Well, there's a child. So in the, in the movie uh, Jersey Girl... Uh, ben Affleck meets uh, Will Smith, who plays himself, and That's uh, true. That's Ben Affleck true. says, oh, "You know, I, I got a kid," and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, I got three myself." So he actually says in the movie, "He has three kids," but he yeah, uh, yeah, he does yeah, but in uh, you know in appearances they kind of well uh, Willow has uh, Jaden and Willow have kind of a careers themselves. He's not a bad actor. I, I like him in, in uh, Karate Kid and uh, mm-hmm. After Earth, and uh, he did another movie. That, oh, oh, The Pursuit of Happiness. Jesus Christ, I love that film. Have you ever seen that? It's a San Francisco movie through and through. It's a true story. That what? What? It's a New York movie. No, it's a it's a Bay Area guy who sells like medical equipment. The medical. Mm-hmm. And the market it completely collapses on him, and he loses everything, and to the point where he's homeless with his child. Uh, I remember. Yeah, and he gets a job at the uh, Triple Five at Five 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 California, where I actually worked a couple years. So it, it all kind of rings true to me. So he becomes uh, a lawyer or something like that, and he gets his life well, back no, together. He became a stockbroker. He became. Oh, Scott stockbroker, yeah. I like, and I yeah. thought it, I thought his son was terrific yeah. in that movie. All right, speaking of sons, Michael is visiting his dad in the hospital. He's got a Hallmark card, so you got shot. (laughs) (laughs) Only sold in New York. (laughs) Right. Mafia edition. He went over to uh, CVS right outside the hospital, and he saw, like... So you got shot, and then they had even subcategories. It's like Mafia family shooting... Random violence. Pops here all alone. All the gods are gone. I thought I locked up all your guinea hoods. Did he say Long Beach? Says Long Beach. On the phone, he says, Get me Long Beach 5724 or whatever. Oh, so then that's Brooklyn, right? Like I, I'm not Google. I don't live in no, the East Coast uh, anymore. Jones Beach, Long Beach, Coney Island, they're all Oh, the yeah, bar. you're right, yeah. That's Brooklyn. Oh. <laughs> food chain, even back then. This nurse is like, I don't think so. Yeah, like, I, I practically make minimum, sir. Right. If you want me to move, if I have Uh, some hospital. It. Yeah, I'm dragging my dad uh, around the <laughs> hospital. Got wheels. 
This is what I expect Ed and his dead dad, uh, the movie Ed and his dead dad would look like. Now, there's all these scenes that I've seen on YouTube that didn't make it into the movie. Really? That take place here. Yeah, he's meeting. It makes sense why they didn't take place. They really don't advance anything. I don't think I've ever seen outtakes of The Godfather. You know, they might, you know, no, I take that back. The Godfather saga, where NBC re-edited the two films, they took a lot of scenes that weren't used, and, that, and they put it in there. So I have seen scenes. Uh-huh. Yeah. They were really pissed about that. Well, the, the scenes are dumb. I don't know why, you know, Coppola shot them. Uh, okay, here comes the bad guy. No, that's The Undertaker, isn't it? Oh, uh, not The Undertaker, but yes. Uh, you're right, you're right. It's a friend of his father. Oh, all right. But that's not the guy from the beginning of the movie saying that my, my daughter got beat up and no. you killed All right. I always when thought it was. Dies, that's going to be, I want you to use all of your powers. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when he calls in the favor. His mother can't see him like this. Oh, because I always thought it was like his comeuppance of being such a tough guy asking to get these guys killed that he has to actually save the Godfather. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, you know, the Godfather tells him to dismiss him and he turns around. But this guy is a real sweetheart because he's going to stand outside and act like he has a gun. Yeah, and he's really scared. Yeah, he gets really scared. I can't hold on to my cigarette. That's called acting, Carl. When you shake your cigarette <laughs> when you're holding it, that means you've been shaking up. That's, you're an actor. You're acting. Because normally you'd be holding a cigarette like this. Tough guys have their collars up. Put your collar up. Yeah. (laughs) Tough guys suck my cock. Trust me. Trust me. Get on your knees. It's not gay. (laughs) It's tough guy. Tough guy does it. Tough guys. There you go. Ow, ow, ow. Slower, please. Uh, (laughs) All right, so... That guy is out. So he's, is he a florist or a baker? He's just like. It's something. I think it's Enzio. I forget. Uh, I'm Enzio, right. Just, but he just decides, hey, I heard for the. For your uh, father. For your father. I heard the head of the biggest crime family in New York got shot. So I just came by to say hello. Some flowers from the gift shop. Yeah. I got him today's post. I got him the Daily News. I got him the uh, Long Island. Uh, what was the newspaper in Long Island? Uh, the, the Newsday. I, yeah, got a I news knew day. until you told me. Oh, there he comes. I thought I locked all you hoods up. Oh. Huh. Oh. Oh, I can't go in. There's that scary looking scared guy. Hey, is that Enzo the Baker? No, his collar's up. Look at that. Uh, He's got a gun. <laughs> is that Fredo? No, it's a Fredo, but it's not Fredo. <laughs> yeah, he's just afraid of. He's just a generic Fredo. He's not afraid of Fredo. Yeah, they pull up, they see him shaking. Oh, it's Fredo. Uh, I'm acting. I can't hold I can't. I'm so shaking. My cigarette's going up and down. That's my Italian accent, ladies and gentlemen. That's I'll just call good. it. My Italian gangster accent. I do a Hyman Roth. Don't, don't think I don't get the Jews involved in this movie. <laughs> So, Carl, I mentioned this before, but my father, my late father, hated the character of Hyman Roth. Really yeah, hated it because yeah. he, he thought he was a bad representative of Jews. I mentioned it on mm-hmm. our show. Uh, he's just, but 
after two and a half, your you know. Your father, your father did business with Hyman Roth. Oh yeah. Your father, but your father never trusted. Oh, here comes Sterling Hayden, which is pretty impressive. You know, this is when like uh, fucking Bruce Willis shows up in a movie nowadays. You're like, oh shit, that guy did movies 30 years ago. <laughs> like, I didn't know who this guy was. This is Sterling Hayden, who's fucking a killer in every movie he's done. Mm-hmm. Like, he's a force of nature. But I had no idea. When I saw this movie, it was the first time i seen him in it. Oh, well, how could you have? You wouldn't have had any history with seeing, you know, it isn't black and white. Yeah. Boom! Oh. Now, that, that little snack there is going to last for a few scenes. Yeah. All of Michael's uh, associates show up, see the slap, they're like, damn. We just came up to pull up to say, damn. <laughs> <laughs> We're not even in this movie. They'll be brought before a judge in the morning. Fucking well, Tom. Tom's the yeah. best, man. Tom handles the business. Lawyer knows. You know, the cops are uh, churning around because they saw Bill DeBazio. <laughs> and they decided to face the other way. Huh? I did good. I made a joke. Yeah. Yeah, that's what, actually, I think it's pre- all the muscle. See, is this Jersey? It's not. It's probably. This is Whitney Houston's place. <laughs> is this. A- I mean, if this is Brooklyn, where in the world is it? Because that's a lot of house. It's a lot of house. This is Eddie Murphy's Palace in uh, New Jersey. That's in um, Alpine. But look, I mean, like, the fences have, like, little spikes on top. It's pretty hardcore. What's with all the new faces? We're going to need them now. (laughs) Sonny hits Italia at four in the morning. It looks like a fortress around here. Yeah, this house is pretty cool. Although I think I would go... Why don't we listen to the audio? Because I don't want to do it. I just don't want to. But that is, this is the scene. This is the scene in which Michael's like, okay, I will be a bad guy. All right. All right. Well, maybe a couple seconds. I just don't want, I just want to keep it like clean. It's because you're afraid that Francis Ford Coppola will. You know, Francis Ford Coppola knows me because I'm such a great writer that he's really jealous. So I, I just would hate for him to find out I'm also toying with this movie. In my mind, this is all accurate. If you don't make any money, then you can't. Tom, no more advice about patching things up, huh? Oh, yeah. Sonny, this He's... is business, not S- personal. Sonny is definitely like kind of a, one of those asshole businessmen who are like, well, I don't care. Let's just push ahead. Mm-hmm became our president yeah right yeah he has a uh, Trump style to him but Trump's more odious in his dealings you know like Sonny's a hothead and he's directly f- addressing this but you know Trump was like let's kick a baby while we're at it <laughs> 